Hello, Community Health Center advocates. This is Marie McCauley, and welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. Today is January 27th, 2021, and here's the latest in advocacy and more in minutes. Joining me today is the NAC advocacy team, Kristen St. John and Shamal Shepard. Today, January 27th, is our National Day of Action. Please join our efforts via our Take Action page. Now is the time to thank our champions and introduce our movement to new members of Congress. After you take action, check out NAC's website for a blog on supporting community health center staff during the winter months. This time of year can be difficult for many of our heroes on the front line, and we must support them. Additionally, NAC has issued a press release on the Biden administration's recent action on a Trump-era 340B regulation. Please be on the lookout for upcoming information, and you can read the full press release on NAC's website. Now let's get into the latest CHC policy and advocacy news. Shamal? So it seems unlikely that President Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief proposal will pass Congress in its current form. Republican Senators Todd Young and Roy Blunt have referred to the package as a non-starter. Senator Young, a member of the bipartisan Sweet 16 group, said he liked the inclusion of funding for vaccines in the proposal, but that the economic provisions are untargeted and distended. Senator Mitt Romney, also a member of the Sweet 16, who is still skeptical, said, My focus is to see where's the need, and let's make sure that the numbers are real based upon need, as opposed to simply looking for more stimulus. Also, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell put out a statement last night indicating that he can agree to a power-sharing deal for the 117th 50-50 Senate. In the press release, he states, The legislative filibuster was a key part of the foundation beneath the Senate's final 50-50 power-sharing agreement in 2001. With these assurances, I look forward to moving ahead with the power-sharing agreement modeled on that precedent. Also on the Hill, the Senate Health Committee is holding off on tentative plans for the Versera's Senate hearing. The Health Panel traditionally holds a hearing on the HHS pick before the Senate Finance Committee votes on confirmation. Those plans were disrupted by lengthy haggling over Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's demands that Democrats commit to preserving the filibuster. Meanwhile, the Finance Committee confirmed that it has received and is now reviewing all of Versera's required paperwork, but has yet to set a hearing date of its own. McConnell also signaled plans to fight Becerra's confirmation. The top Senate Republican on Monday called Becerra famously partisan. Lastly, the House impeachment managers formally triggered the start of former President Trump's second impeachment trial Monday evening after they walked across the Capitol and read on the Senate floor the charges against Trump, the first president in history to be impeached twice. The trial itself will get underway the week of February 8th. The trial's exact time frame is unknown, but multiple impeachment managers have said they do not think it will go as long as the 21 days of Trump's trial in 2020. However, the expectation is still that it will take up much of February and wrap up by the month's end, if not sooner. That was a lot. But Kristen, what's going on in the States? Hey, everybody. On January 22, 2021, the acting HHS secretary under President Biden sent a letter to governors providing insight into the new administration's approach to extending the public health emergency, or PHE. The letter states the PHE will likely stay in place for the remainder of the 2021 and that HHS will provide the states within 60 days notice before terminating early or extending. Community health workers are an increasingly critical member of the healthcare team, with several states further incorporating them into their care teams. 
a link to the NAC brief providing information on background reimbursement and certification related to community health workers at CHCs can be found in this week's Washington update. The Health Resource and Service Administration, or HRSA, has provided vaccine FAQs and resources for CHCs to inform about enrollment and reimbursement, information about providers who can administer the vaccine, and liability protections. Learn more at bph.hrsa.gov. The Center for Disease Control CDC's new vaccine link, which is cdc.gov backslash vaccines backslash COVID, provides additional information. Marie, what's happening in the Health Center Spotlight? Dr. Katrine Benegard from Minilook Health Center in Alaska and her all-female COVID vaccine delivery team was recently featured on Good Morning America for their extraordinary efforts to deliver the COVID-19 vaccine to communities in rural Alaska. Read more in your Washington update. Also, NAC is hiring a Director of Regulatory Affairs to join our public policy and research team. Please share the job posting you can find in your Washington update among your networks. Lastly, all health centers should respond to the weekly HRSA and BIPIC COVID-19 survey. Your responses are critical to identify community health center needs and to make a case for community health centers related to addressing the COVID-19 crisis. Shamal, what learning opportunities do we have available? There are three webinars coming up next week. The first is by the Congressional Management Foundation happening on February 2nd at 2 p.m. Eastern. This presentation will highlight and provide tips for effectively using virtual advocacy strategies for engaging lawmakers, including virtual meetings, emailing staff, social media, online and telephone town hall meetings, and more. The link to register is in your Washington update. Also on February 4th from 2 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Eastern, is a HCCN webinar session titled Health Choice Network and Alliance Chicago in Action, COVID Vaccine Confident. The link to register is also in the Washington update. Lastly, on February 4th at 1 p.m. Eastern, there's a webinar titled Integrating Behavioral Health During a Pandemic. It will cover the need for information on behavioral health conditions, treatments and services, challenges public housing residents face in obtaining care, and information that health centers can use to modify their outreach and education approach. The medical director from La Maestra Community Health Center will discuss their innovative integrated behavioral health program. That's all for today. Thanks team. For our listeners, some quick reminders. Make sure to thank your members of Congress providing a community health center's long-term funding on our Take Action page. Also, please continue to refer to our AC advocacy coronavirus advocacy tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. Make sure you are subscribed to our Washington Update so you can see more Health Center news and what, and what we're reading. And in order to keep up with all the upcoming advocacy events, visit hcadvocacy.org calendar. For further support, please email us at grassroots at NAC.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at hcadvocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy. We'll be back next week.